they, they could write it into the story where that's a uh, has something to do with him going into time. Oh man, yeah, like that's why they're both suffering with the. That would be that would like what? I'm sorry, me and y- y'all both shot these theories at the same time. Yeah, yeah, man, we can hear you. Hey, did you? I thought I heard somebody say it, but he has Parkinson's because of the time travel. Yeah, 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 because that's what time travel does to you. It fucks you up when you almost disappear. When you're almost wound from existence. We'll have that. We'll have that where we'll like Doc suffering a time traveling debilitating illness or whatever. Time traveling dementia. Like have like have time dementia. But uh, have like Jules and Vern be like you know like they they go find Marty. That's where all the events and the possible. Uh, different scenarios bleed together, so you don't know what's fucking real and what happened. Oh, and Marty's Marty, Marty's like, I'm not doing this shit. Fuck this shit. I can't do it. I mean, not, you know, and and obviously more more eloquent, heartbreaking terms to make you kind of like kind of tug at your nostalgia, you know? Yeah. But he's like, I can't do it anymore, you know. And then Jules and Vern are finally like, we well, you know, you know, you, you need to do this, like, you know. And they're like, well, but you know, they're, they're like, well, we gotta go, so they leave. Marty's just kind of like, you know, whatever. They leave. You hear the train take off. A couple seconds later, you hear, psh, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. Back like, in time. Like, you know, he, he goes, he goes, like, he goes to the, he goes to the front of the, you know, front of his house, goes yeah, to the front door. Sure enough. This time. Sure enough, the DeLorean, <laughs> the DeLorean has whipped a shitty into his front yard and is just like, like just there, Adam. Yeah. Play the music. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode twenty-six. This week we watched uh, Naked Lunchables. <laughs> I'm your host, Adam. I'm Griffin. Fuck both of yeah. you. Let's do it. Come on, guys. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Griffin. And I'm Travis. Yeah. And this movie was strange. It was super fucking weird, man. Yeah. I hope that uh, one of you can explain what the fuck we watched. What well, did it mean? Did it mean something? Well. I was like, right. is this movie too deep for me? I think I, uh, a certain rapper by the name of Solo Funk would love this movie would be like this is the greatest movie ever yeah um it's i have a couple of ideas of what was happening but i'm not a hundred percent you know what i I'd mean i'd like to hear it well you got any theories trav in a nutshell i think peter weller's character the main the main uh protagonist if that's what you would even want to call it uh i think he was a Conflicted, typical conflicted writer, drug addict. Like his gay tendencies was manifested into his hallucinations. Yeah, I pretty much got the same thing out of it. Why was there a centipede though? Like, what would that have to do? There's centipede was fucking everywhere. That was that to me. That was a metaphor for like a harder drug. Wait though, that shit at the end was it real? When he met the guy and he pulled the thing off and all those things were in the room, they were like sucking them off, like. I was like, is this real? Is this the real part of the movie? Like, were those things real? 
Now, remember when he was like staying in the city? What did they call it? Headquarters or something? Where was he going? Uh, what was it? Interzone. Yeah, in- and then yes. they find him under yeah, the bridge, was, and it's like this motherfucker. It was just, it was just crazy. Well, it's like man. this it is what dr- happens when you get just, strung out. Yeah, he was just a dr- yeah, he was just a drug addict. Like we were seeing everything he was seeing. The, uh, the two this, fucking this, like, typewriters and the one was like eating the other. <laughs> the, the scene, the scene that gave it away to me that everything was just a hallucination from him doing drugs, and I started thinking of the movie more metaphorically, was when he's talking to his buddy and he says like, "We got to take it out of here" because he's when he was first hunting he pulled for out the, the uh, drug, stuff. showed it to him. He, he yeah, he, he he probably thought he was handing that ticket that that he thing did. gave him. When he pulled it out of his pocket, it looked like a ticket. And when he handed and it to him, when, it was that fucking drug vial. Yeah. Did he really shoot so that I, woman? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. then he shot her again at the end. I think I think he shot her and fled the country. Like like typically what someone would probably do. I don't know. Like he I don't he think he left someone. the country though. Because well, his buddies well, found well, him under the bridge, and he's like, "What are you guys doing here?" And he, they're like, "What are you doing under the bridge?" Yeah, yeah and he's fuck. like, "My typewriters in there, my writing machine. It was a a bag full of drugs." This was a weird fucking movie, man. Well, what um, I, go ahead, Trav. Uh, now, like, my this is this was my first like. I don't know what you would call it. The only Cronenberg movie I've ever been uh, exposed to was the old Jeff Goldblum's The Fly, mm-hmm. and uh, I've, I've noticed a lot of a lot of reference to Cronenberg throughout the years. And like this movie is now on why no lie. Yeah, the um, creature design in this movie was insane. Well, the creature design and all of this stuff that I've seen is really good. I mean, he did uh, Scanners, which was crazy. Videodrome was crazy. Dead Zone was crazy. Video. Well, see, that's the thing. Some of these movies like that you just popped off, I've seen, but I just didn't think. I, I wasn't as into movies on a level where I'm I'm remembering directors, you know? Oh, stuff yeah, like that. yeah. So, like, yeah, Videodrome was a crazy-ass movie. Um, yeah, that, if, if I recall, I rented that movie at this. There was this. There was this place in Atlanta that had a lot of vintage movies for rent. Like it was a rental store, but it was just just guys. It was just like a street vendor. It was really, it was really cool. But like he had all these just rare movies that I was very surprised that they were there. Uh, he had Cannibal Holocaust for uh, for rent there, like. Like we're talking fucked up movies. His horror section was a legit horror section, you know. Right. And we rent that. We we rented Video Drone, and that was a that that's a whole other podcast in itself. Oh yeah, of course. Um, well, what I think of the movie. Well, I'm gonna break it down, the movie down as I explain what I think happened. Um, I believe part of what Travis said. Yes. Everything I think that everything was a manifestation of of everything that's happened to his life at that point. I think that when we first 
are introduced to the character. He's an exterminator. He goes to this fucking super weird place, which I did not understand why they're like issuing out the bug killer the way they were. You know, even though it was a drug that people took, I still didn't understand that part of it. You know what I mean? Well, in hindsight, since you brought that up, since you said it that way, um, wasn't couldn't he have been the dealer? Um, no, I think it's just uh, I I think that he was well, yeah. Actually, when you say that, because if he's an exterminator and he's going around to people's houses and using the dr- the drug, roach, quote unquote, yeah, yeah, the roach powder, you know, yeah. So, but I believe that he killed his wife. Yes. But I don't think it took place when it took like place. Like it was in the a movie. previous thing that happened, and he was living yes. it out still. Yes, I think that he's always been trapped in this room. I believe he killed his wife on accident, and he didn't get sentenced to to prison for murder. And he did say something that um, remember he goes at the end. He goes to the dude, to the doctor, and he's like, "Doctor, I need this woman. She helps me write." You know, like he said something along those lines, right? I believe that, like, they were young, they were in love, they were adventurous, they got too fucked up one night. He did something that he didn't mean to do by killing her. And then his um, dependence on drugs made him kind of spiral out of control. And I believe that his buddies in real life are the same buddies that he has in the entire whole. I think it's all a hallucination from the beginning to the end, except for the part when they find him and carry him back to his house. You know what I mean? I think that's the only glimpse into the real world that we actually got. And I think, well, I that, feel like, I feel like to elaborate on what you're saying, we do get glimpses, but I think that they're more frequent than, 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 than just that one part. I feel like every time he's coming down and there's that really those really weird moments of dialogue that go on where like he, he he'll encounter someone like in between where you see him getting his fix. Yeah. I feel like it's a sequence of his come down, then he's fixed, and then hallucination. Come down fix you know, I feel like that's how a lot of the scenes play out to me. Oh yeah. Well the movie played out just like a drug addict does. Like you're Oh yeah. I mean, you're you're going almost every scene. His main objective is to get his next fix. D- didn't it feel that way to y'all? It did to me. Like everything that he was doing in that movie was to benefit himself, getting fucked up more. You know. Oh yeah. The only reason I feel he he searched for the centipede powder was because he knew that was some better shit. Yeah. Like the metaphor for there's always a better drug. Yes. Yes, I agree. It's, um, and I think that he is a writer trapped in his own head with a lot of demons in his closet. Bad lieutenant decisions, you know? Oh, yeah. This is, this, yeah, there's, there's no first bad lieutenant decision because we aren't given, as an audience member, the real beginning of this whole story. We, the movie just starts in the middle of it. Yeah, and I think what really triggers the whole him shooting his wife, but the time it shows it wasn't the real time, was because it's like whenever he gets to that place wherever in Russia or wherever he's at, he shoots her again, 
like he knows that's the beginning of his story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. he's gonna he's gonna refind her, and they're gonna do their thing. He's always for a gonna bit. shoot her. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like well, it's like the movie starts the day the 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 jump over the deep end begins because. Like they were, sh- it was almost like they were shooting up. The- at least that woman was. She was shooting it up, and he was too, like heroin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, or morphine, yeah. or any kind of, I guess, drug that you could shoot in your arm. You know. Well, they, pers- you know, they talked about it was like an opiate, pretty much. So, yeah, anything like that. Um, and I think that him visiting the doctor, that may have been. Uh, like you said before, kind of a glimpse into the reality of the situation when he goes to the doctor the first time, yeah. or the first time that we see him. And then that plays itself into the overall story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I think, well, I mean, I think it also, cause um, re- I mean, I may need to be refreshed on my early nineties history, I guess, but wasn't that around the time that, uh, Another epidemic was coming out in America, like morphine or something. I don't know, man. Heroin was probably pretty big. Well, I mean, it's come full. So, I mean, it's come full circle again, and this time it's even worse. Um, at 2017, like the heroin epidemic we have in the country is ridiculous. Well, that's because of all the prescription pain pills, too. It's also because of all the poppy fields we've seen in Afghanistan, but that's that's, <laughs> that's another story. Well, not only – and I did read this online when I was looking into it afterwards. Like, they wanted to actually go to, to Africa to shoot, but they couldn't because the conflict with uh, Kuwait and Iraq and all that stuff was happening at the time they were filming this movie too. So I'm sure that that kind <clears> of <throat> factored in but, uh, a bit. Yeah. But I, I, but with that being said, I feel like this movie, the movie could come out now and would I think would be a hit because it's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it was like um, um, it was like Fear and Loathing meets uh, Rum Diaries. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like it was just like Fear and Loathing with an extra hit of acid. What about whenever it was fucking definitely weirder than that movie? What about when he went in there or at the no, end and that fucking the thing no, was fucking that dude up? Yeah, Did it look like the thing? Well, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Remember the torso uh, crawling on the ground with the ass? Oh, my God. What, what was the that fuck? Was and that like, bitch was hitting it, was, it with a stick? Get out of here. Yeah, Get. That was thrusting, it was thrusting around to like move itself. Hey, that when they did the drug and that fucking typewriter, the fucking Arabic... Or Hebrew typewriter started to turn. Was that a yeah. dick that come out of the back of it? I think it was. Well, it turned into that thing. Yeah. And it was fucking oh, the girl on the ground. Yeah. And then here's here's what's crazy about this movie is that we just sat and had a relatively deep conversation about this movie. But for people who haven't watched it, they don't understand oh, that man. the other the other side of the coin is just this like it was an artist this had to have been one of the funnest projects for oh, any I bet. Kind of this like has some good special effects dude. 
Yeah. Um, like for people who like care about their job and put quality into their work, this movie was insane. Was that was that I, hole that the bug talked out of a bud hole? Yeah, because he I talked so. about the bud hole in the car. Yeah. He's like, the man has a nice car. It's a wonderful car. <laughs> for, for, for practical effects, the movie was crazy. Shit, dude's acting. I love fucking Peter Weller, man. Yeah. Well, they all did a good yeah. job. Who was the guy that played the the doctor? Oh, uh, from Jaws? Yeah. Roy Schneider? He's Roy good. Sh- fucking Bilbo Baggins was good. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, what yeah. fuck's Bilbo doing here? <laughs> It was definitely, it had that feel though. It was like, oh, this is like, if you don't sit there and watch that movie, because even if you watch it, it's hard to follow. Oh, yeah. You got to pay attention. Honestly, yeah, even just even paying attention, it's hard to follow. um, I feel like I just, I I, I feel like if I, I don't know if I could watch it again, but I feel like if I did watch it again, I would pick up on you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's probably it's one de- of those de- that you need to watch a couple it, of times. Yeah, but the the downer to this film I can't is that myself the creature the creature design is so outrageous and so over the top that its impact is really like that 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 becomes all that 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 movie would is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now saying even like having watched it, all I think of it now is just oh, it's that fucked up Cronenberg movie. But after I say that, I'll say this. It's one of those movies I could be like, have you seen this movie? Because it's fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's on the list of recommendations. Like, it's, it's like, it's genuinely it's like, worth oh, watching one time. You like time. weird shit? But one time is probably This movie all hurt my brain. Well, this is what I had to do. Once I gave up and quit trying to fucking figure, figure it shit out. out <laughs> I enjoyed it so much more. Yeah, you know there what I mean? was nothing to figure out. No, I You're mean you just it living was... out. It, it's exactly what you said. Like it's a junkie, and it's like yeah. you're seeing what he sees. Like he thinks it's, everything's one thing, but it's another. Yeah, it's all in his brain. Like I'm convinced that he may have left that apartment like a couple of times, but he's just there, and he's just fucking tripping out on tripping whatever balls, he's doing, man. Yeah, it had to be heroin. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- well, it, it had to be heroin mixed with something. Yeah, because whenever, about, I mean, just what about that creature that was sitting at the bar? Oh my god! You see him later in the room, like that thing was weird looking. Yeah, the thing at the end, he put it. Well, it's like the the typewriter slowly got bigger and bigger until it was like a thing. Yeah. Why did that typewriter fuck the other typewriter up? <laughs> He's like he didn't like him typing on it. He's you, like, it's like you knew. It's like you knew better than to bring an enemy agent to the field. Yeah, yeah, and that's the we didn't even touch on that. Super like, paranoid. Well, um, the the oh, yeah, conspiracy. I definitely, I, yes. I definitely got the. I got the. I definitely got the paranoid drug addict thing. You know where they're caught. They think everything's like out to get them. Yeah. No. The the cops take him into the jail. Oh my god! And That's where shit got weird. Yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" And he's like, "It's you know roach spray, whatever it is, you know pesticide." And they're like, "Oh, people's been using this as drugs, and you have a lot of it." So 
so we're going to get this bug out and we're going to dump your shit out on the table and see if it kills it. They open this fucking donut box and it has the biggest fucking bug ever. And talk. Yes. And whenever they let it out, it crawls around in the fucking powder and it's splashing itself. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, then it tells him you're, you're a fucking agent. Your wife is not your wife. She's not even a human. Kill that bitch. He's like, um, let me get this shoe off real quick. <laughs> and he fucking smushes his ass. He kills his wife. And then he well, I think he did it because the bug told him to. Yeah, the bug told him to kill his wife because she's not even a human. And then, <laughs> which is crazy as is fuck. Is she? He was well, like, she's human. And the bug was like, is she? Yeah. Well, not only not only that, he goes home right after that, and his buddy's fucking his wife. All the other buddies reading to him. <laughs> what the fuck is happening yeah. in this? Scene? I thought for a minute that's why he shot her. I was like, oh, yeah, he right. about to kill this bitch. Yeah. And and she walks in the room. He goes, "We were bored. It's nothing serious." And he's yeah, like, he's "It's like, all good." I hope, you, I hope he came. Did you come? Yeah. Like, hope you didn't stop before he came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is uh, part of the basis for my idea that his exterminator role was really just a cover for the fact that he's a dealer. Because if you took away, if you if you looked at it that way, I guess you could see how his home is really just like a trap house. He didn't dress hey. like a fucking exterminator. <laughs> I know. Motherfucker well, was like, "Meow, see, meow." Put the money in the bag. Insane. All that insane jazz music throughout the film. I know. That was so crazy. <laughs> I was waiting for the spirit of jazz to side you, boy. Yeah. Oh, he was in that movie for sure. <laughs> yeah. So he flees the country because he kills his wife. The bugs tell him that he's got to go to North Africa. And then he's an agent and he's got to write reports. About, yeah. Reports on what happened in detail. Which he never and did. Like, <laughs> no. But whatever. He wrote about being point. gay. Yeah. A lot. Well, the typewriter <laughs> told him to write that shit. That was fucking nuts. He's like, sit down. I want you to write one more thing. He's like, what? And it's like, the best cover for a secret agent is um, being a homosexual or something like something to that effect. And I was like, this is some next level shit right here. I wasn't expecting that. So, but yeah, he, he was supposed to be writing these reports. And um, does this film have a cult following? By oh, I'm chance? sure it I does. Like it would. That's how I found out about it. It's, it's one of those movies that if you haven't seen, you need to see. It's yeah. one of those. It was on a list oh, okay. of like the 101 movies you need to see before you die yeah. or something like that. I agree yeah. with it. You need to see it. Oh, at least once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely well, watch gonna, it, but yeah. good luck. If you figure it out, tweet us. Please. You'll probably yes. have to tweet us a couple of times because I don't think you'll be able to fit it into one. I think we pretty <laughs> much got it, though. I mean, that's what I took away. Like, it's, I was like, all right, this dude's fucking, he's out there, man. He's window watching. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's fucking, I don't yeah. think he ever left the country, man. I don't think he did. Cause when his, I mean, he took his typewriter and walked outside, and his buddies found him under the bridge. And they took I him. Just, back to I his thought apartment. it was crazy how they incorporated that each bug was a different typewriter. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, was... like, what, like, what was the like? What was that metaphor supposed to mean? <laughs> like, well, the like was riding like a pest to him. No, I think the metaphor for that is uh, his buddies were trying to talk him back into uh, riding, and he said he quit riding at ten years old. He had that little thing. I believe that um, the metaphor for them being a, a living, breathing creature, like the typewriter, is like in his mind and the way the story plays out, it's like everything that he was writing about was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Everything. So, so not like he was foreshadowing or anything, but he was writing about the things that he saw. I believe that the typewriter was kind of an embodiment of like him. Well, it right? means, well, it means that whatever he's writing because you never see it is its own living, breathing entity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the pages. Yeah, whatever the pages that he pulled out of it was uh, just a fantastical story. His buddies so he, even told him that. So he yeah. pulled he pulled us he pulled a Sutter Kane. Oh yeah, more or less. I bet <laughs> he reads Sutter Kane. Oh yeah, for sure. He, I mean, he he's like he's like Sutter Kane Junior. Yeah. I remember when they said something about he should type, and he's like, I don't type anymore because shit gets weird. You know, like yeah, yeah. When I type, yeah. Well, and not only that. What does it, man? Yeah. Well, not, and not only the typewriter, but, um, you know, Bilbo or whoever the fuck, Ian Holm, is like the embodiment of himself who he could be. He, okay. he wants, yeah, he wants the wife. He mm-hmm. wants the nice typewriter. He wants to go with his wife and pick up dudes and bang all of them. Like, that's what, who he wants to be. Okay. Like, that, that he's projecting that out onto this other person. You know, I think that the uh, the people the people that he meets in the city and all that stuff, yeah, in the fake world that he's created, yes, are all representations of his friends in some way or another. You know what I mean? I, I, that's how I, that's how I felt about it. Everything going on in his life, he projected out into this world that he was building in his own head. Well, he definitely didn't travel because he didn't even have a fucking ticket. <laughs> he showed it to his buddy and his buddy was like are you okay and he was like yeah never yeah. better dude his pupils were fucked yeah he might have been really get them so small <laughs> yeah <laughs> like opiates yeah i wonder he if they really... dilated his pupils just to do that they may have well like that'd be purpose. crazy yeah yeah oh it was weird man no, he's like that, laying in the bed be, but no th- there's no way they could do that because that'd be extremely painful to hold your eyes open. I mean, open dude, that actors dilated. will fucking go there, especially yeah. for something. When you read this script, you're like, "I'm gonna win fucking everything." Um, and then you make, and then the movie makes guys, like ten dollars. I, I hate that I can't just run the numbers myself, but when do you guys look up, uh, look up stuff on this and see how this movie did in the box? Office? I'm sure like it, it was tanked. Uh, well, I'm sure it was. Yeah, it seemed like it was a flop. But I what feel year like did it come maybe, out? 91. Mm. Yeah. That's too early, man. This is before it's time. Like, Yeah, for sure. This would do okay uh, now, but not... The budget? You're not going to believe what the budget is. Is it cheap? Oh, I bet bet it was under a million. No, it's not that cheap. 16 million. That's a lot of money in 91. Yeah. Especially for what we got. I bet they spent a lot of that on that fucking... That fucking... Practical effects, design. like yeah, yeah. 
Well, they said that, you know, they were going to film in Africa, but they couldn't because of what was happening in the world. So they had to build all those sets in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that took a fuckload of money to, because that shit looked like you were there, you know? Um, it grossed 2.5 million in the U.S. Damn. Yeah. Let's see if there's any more. No sequel. Here. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think you can make a sequel. This, this movie year. felt like it was a book at one time. It, like this was. It, it was. It was. Okay. It was a book written by. It was a uh, a book written by William S. Burroughs. That I makes believe. sense. Um, he was definitely probably a junkie. Believe it or not, I have it, and it's one of those books that I tried to read. I've had it. Since you I have was this in book? Yeah. Um, but just to show you how odd it was, um. I never finished it because the book was just very hard to follow for me. Well, like the movie. For some reason. The only reason and, I feel like I finished it. Well, I, I, because at, at one I point when this, I was watching, I was like, I'm not going to get a payoff. I know that. I will. <laughs> I will say this. The movie has piqued my interest that I may go back one day and read it. But yeah, I've had it for quite a long time. I can't remember. If I ever, I don't know if I bought it. I don't recall ever buying it. It could have been one that a, a friend let me borrow and it just got lost with me to time, you know? Right. But yeah, I always, I remember I had it when you guys brought it up. I was like, that's odd. I have a, I have a book called that. I was <laughs> just trying to keep shit weird. Oh, and, and I took it there, but this is probably the weirdest <laughs> yeah. movie we've ever watched and will ever watch. Like, yeah, it was I fucking think, uh, weird. Well, I think it, it's it's piqued my interest in going back and revisiting Cronenberg's uh, disc, or filmography. Well, I've always oh, yeah. known that he was uh, he makes weird movies. Well, I most recent reference I can recall is that I think they have something called the Cronenberg Universe in uh, the show Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they were calling stuff. Uh, are you enjoying your Cronenberg or something like? They were making a joke to how ridiculous everything looked in that world. And I now know why to the, to like to a T. Yeah. Oh yeah. He makes nightmares happen, you know? <laughs> um, oh man. The, the full body, uh, thing that they built. Um, Oh, uh, the, uh, the creature that just talked to him to me was far more nightmare fuel than the, uh, the torture scene. If that's what you want to call it, the torture sex, whatever. Well, yeah, those that those things at the end, which are the same kind of like things, but when he went in that room and those people were like sucking on them. Yeah. You know what I just realized? One of the, 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 the one, the one particular creature design, it reminds me of Guido from star Wars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it does. Don't it? Like with a, like if, if, if you rang Guido through like an elder scrolls character design, <laughs> like you, you hit random the, on that particular. If you put species. the fucking uh, Elder Scrolls resource pack on him, <laughs> <laughs> that's what um, he looks like. Guido this? looks like Cronenberg. <laughs> Cronenberg Guido. God, that, what a tongue twister that was. Resource yeah, pack. Right. It has been installed. Yeah. It says um, in the notes here. It says that. Um, the shooting of the author's wife is not a fictional incident. William S. Burroughs did indeed accidentally shoot his wife, Joan, in the head in 1951 in Mexico in a William Tell stunt that went disastrously wrong. 
Mexican law at that time meant that Burroughs only served 13 days in prison for killing his wife. Damn. Yeah. I'm moving to Mexico. No, I'm just kidding. Says that that, the movie, that author that author and his stuff is a rabbit hole. I think I'm going to have to jump down eventually. Well, it says here that the movie is packed with characters based on real people and events from the from his life. Uh, like Billy William S. Burroughs was an exterminator and drug addict who accidentally shot his wife during a drunken game of William Tell. Joan Lee is based on Joan Balmer, Burroughs' wife. Hank and Martin, Bill's fellow writers, are Jack uh, Curac and Allen Ginsberg. Burroughs moved to a section of Morocco. Oh, so he was, he was a part of those people. Yeah. Were they uh, the beatniks or some shit? Yeah, Kerouac? something weird. Yeah, Jack, Jack Kerouac. Oh, oh fuck. I, I, th- this is, the, this is the, that group of authors that I remember making the rounds through the, uh, the I don't know, in high school you got those pseudo-intellectuals and shit. Yeah, on the road. Um, yeah, that's him. Yeah, but yeah, they all. Well, no, I, I I retract that comment. That was a little harsh. I'd have to say it was the. No, that's true. It was the those kids that would later become the template for modern day hipsters. Those kids that would later become solo monk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Because he oh, loves man. Jack Kerouac. You yeah. name dropping man. It's all right. I didn't say his name. I mean <laughs> solo oh, I mean, funk. Yeah, Oh, 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 yeah, you ah, said there. Hey, whenever <laughs> that thing was on the gay dude at the end, the fucking thing, did you guys hear it like, ah, like it made yeah. it down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got it's, weird. It says that um, he moved to Morocco, known as the International Zone, hence Interzone. Yeah. Tom, Fro- Tom Frost is clearly based on Paul Bowles and Kiki was in fact the name of a young man Burroughs had an affair with in Morocco while riding Naked Lunch. So this so was like, like this his is, life, man. Like he he was tripping yeah. balls and doing drugs and He was on some other shit for yeah. sure. It's fucking weird. Wow. I bet that book is fucking strange. Yeah. I think I may have to jump down that one one day. It reminded me of um fear fear and loathing meets a scanner darkly. Oh, that one to me. To me, this movie kicks uh, Hunter S. Thompson shit in the dick. Yeah, well, it was definitely you, stranger than. Yeah, well, but you know what I mean. He's a writer, and he's yeah going and doing some writing. Oh yeah, like, it's that meets all the crazy shit. That scanner darkly, scanner man. You just said yeah. it. We gotta watch yeah. that one soon. Oh yeah, right. That was such a good movie. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's go ahead and rate it, man. What do we got? I'm going to give this movie, I give it a bargain buy. I am going to give it a half star because it deserves a star, but I don't want to give it a full star because it's fucking hard to follow. Like, it's just hard to follow, man. It deserves, it deserves a fucking half star from me. And it's, I would buy it if I got it cheap. I bet it looks crazy on Blu-ray. (laughs) right i'm glad you know i had a good copy to watch and i'm glad that it wasn't all pixely yeah right it got weird but i give it a half star and a bargain buy definitely watch it yeah if you're a fan of movies and if you're listening to this (laughs) (laughs) you're a fan buddy (laughs) i wanted (laughs) to keep it weird and i fucking mission accomplished yeah 
hats off to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I never in my life, like I might've found this movie in like 10 years and be like, what the fuck? And yeah. watched it then. I've never heard of it. Never I've heard never, of it, man. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those movies that's on the list of like, if you haven't seen it, you need to. Yeah. So uh, what you got for us, Trav? Uh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to make mine, I guess, as Cronenberg as the episode is, I guess. Um, I'm going to give it a bargain buy like Adam. However, I think I'm going to go with a full star with it. And my reasoning is because, well, actually, it should, it's a full star, but it comes with a disclaimer. And it's that this movie will either be up your alley or it won't. I don't think there's really, it's one of them films that I think you should proceed with caution. Because so my, it doesn't matter what the plot is. I think, yeah, I think it's just, it's really, it is a very 50-50 split. Like, you're either going to like it or you're going to not like it. Because I could see in some parts of the film where maybe people would get bored with it. It's not background noise. No. For no, sure. No. Not by any means. Um, But I give it a gold star mainly because the uh, the creature design was just, that's what kept like once once I realized that this was going to be that kind of movie, um, that's really what kept me going the whole running time. To be honest with you, I was waiting for the next ridiculous thing, and that's where it also kind of takes away from the film because that's all that you has, fucking were taking has, from it. Like it has so many other things that you could dissect, like we've done, but. The, the character design just steals all of the attention away from that. Yeah. And I don't know if that was intentional or not. Like maybe it was like, maybe it was the over. Cause since you, you kind of gave us a brief background on it, like a quick rundown, I guess. Um, these ridiculous moments are over overarching. Some really fucked up real life shit that happened to apparently this author, right? Yes. So it's like it's like confessing your do your your it's like it's almost like taking a baton, one of those like ribbons that you see people doing in color guard and shit. It's like somebody doing that by <laughs> saying, I shot up fifty kids in an elementary school, guys. Yeah. Well it's like, dude, you can't make this shit up. No. This motherfucker uh, lived like, it out. Like you can't make this shit. This shit was so weird, it's like like they, they all I've those never had a dream that, that guy's up. It had to be that guy's Alf, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it uh, a half star. Um, well, I buy it. if I see it ever on Blu-ray, I probably will buy it just because it's on Blu-ray and I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, It'll got be several- cheap. Yeah, well, I've got several Blu-rays like that where it's something that I may not particularly watch within the next five years, but I will revisit it one day, and I want a copy of it. Hopefully, by then, Blu-ray's not obsolete. But <laughs> um, um, may I interject for one moment? I mean, I would like to take my star and do a first for the episode. What are you gonna do? It's still, a, it's still a full star. But it's a like a silver. I get no, a dude, silver listen. Star. I think it deserves two stars all around. Like that's. I think it deserves two stars instead of three. It deserves two. 
Yeah. It's not a one star movie. It's not a three star. I think it's good. Keep it because I was hoping. I I thought both of you'd give it a four star. So I went half because I was like, all right, two and a half. I can deal with that. You know what I mean? Like two and a half at the most. This is not a three star film. No. Arrival was a three star film. Yes. There was a plot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't, fuck, it didn't hurt my brain to watch it. Like, yes. Well, I had to the, eat two BC powders when this movie went off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you had to calm down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I needed to, like, I needed to, like, take some medicine and lay down. Like, I was like, wait, yeah. just what? I got to process this. And I watched yeah, the movie, right. like, a couple hours ago, you know? Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Strange. Well, so, I, yeah, I'm. I, it, it was hard for me to dig on some of these moments that y'all were talking about. Cause I actually, I, the only chance I had to watch it was, uh, like yesterday, I believe. Well, uh, now this is one of those movies though. You could put on, if you got some lame ass friends and you want to get rid of them, pop this oh, in, yeah. their ass yeah. is going home quick. Yeah, if they sur- this is, this is plan B. If they can't, if they somehow survive the mighty boosh, <laughs> all three oh, seasons, yeah. <laughs> all, dude, if they are still there after three seasons, they're your friend. Oh yeah, like yeah, like they're your cool. friends for life. Like if, if, if they make it through three seasons of the Boosh, man, they're cool. They might be level. BFFs after that. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say yeah. that. I wouldn't go that far. No, but you man. Definitely, you would definitely be like, all right, you're cool. I'm like, you fucks with the Boosh. Yeah, because if you do, I fucks with you. You know, Boosh go hard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, well. So I'm giving it the half star. I I think that, um, like I said, I'm going to get around to watching it again eventually. I'm not sure when, and I don't really feel the need to go back and rewatch it now. But just the fact that everything that was going on in his life at some point or another that he projected out into this world that he was creating, that was creating itself for him, I guess the drugs was creating. I really, I really think it was repressed homosexuality. Only because the gay theme was so prevalent. Yeah, it was. I didn't expect that. Well, I think Um, it was not only that, but like, I mean, think about it. If you accidentally shoot your wife over something that's going on. That's fucked up, man. Well, then you're questioning everything. You're questioning your own identity, your own sexuality. I mean, if you accidentally killed somebody, would you not just question everything about yourself? Especially like such a fucking stupid way. it was I can't, stupid I can't to do that. that. I don't think anyone can answer that that question really because I don't. Maybe it's just because I can't fathom really ever murdering someone. Because like, but he didn't do it on purpose. The, he he's, he well, said, "Put well, this glass on your head. Let me shoot well, I mean, it." Well, perhaps I'm too cautious of a person. <laughs> yeah, dude. But like, I, if, if you're avoiding, down to do that, there's something wrong with you. Like, yeah, like just you're high. If if, if you're to the point where you're you're dancing with with death as lame as that sounds if you're doing that though like oh uh, yeah like you Look, don't touch like you said, like you said <laughs> taste like you don't said, smell really like you're really really high when you and while he's got you hopping around <laughs> <laughs> absentee so, uh, landlord <laughs> so uh what two stars? I overall? almost wanted to tra- change my score after you told us that, that. That I mean, this shit. This is like a piece of his life. Yeah. But I was just kind of hoping we would stay away from the fan in the room. Uh, 
<laughs> I was hoping we would stay away from the three star because it's not worth three, but it is worth two. Yeah, it I'm is happy worth with two. a two star. It's a two star film. Well, I'm happy I got to watch it. Neon yeah. Demon, eh? You know, at least Into it had a plot. Mm, yeah, but uh, but this, I'm I'm very glad. It's I one love, of those movies. I love the director. I love the actor, and it's, it's like just, a. It's it's definitely like it's one long bad lieutenant sequence, really. Now, while I oh, was yeah. watching this, I was like, "These motherfuckers are gonna rip me apart." No, man, they're gonna bend me over and shove a pineapple up my ass, like. No, man, man like I, the whole time I'm watching, you gonna I'm hang out like fucking solo junk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> solo junk. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so mean! <laughs> oh, damn! But it's funny, and I'm leaving it in. Uh, Do something. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it. I, the, as I was watching, I was like, "Good job, Adam!" Yeah. Like for real, I was like, "This is." What I say last week? Like, I said I'm gonna keep it weird. Oh, that's oh, the yeah, weirdest you, thing you. I have on my list. And I got oh, a you, list, you. son. There's like 20 movies stayed, here. You stayed the form, man, for sure. And y'all ain't never heard of any of them. Guarantee it. I don't know, man. I'm going off the radar, dog. I, I don't know. I'm, I was digging deep. Um, Hey, here's the thing, though. Underrated film. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's weird that we don't know about it. Yeah. Cause it's because it's right up it's, our alley. Yeah, it's something we would have watched in high school. Yeah. You know? Probably would have liked it better. Yeah, right. Then. Yeah. Um, but now that our oh, brains man. are fucking have developed, we're like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What? Now I want to know about this fucking list. Yeah. We can't stop Shit, here. I... This is fucking bug country. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, I got yeah, a list. Just, I, I bet I've, I bet I've seen some of them. I don't know, man. <laughs> I ain't never heard of a lot of them. I haven't seen like 95% of the movies I have on my list. Really? Yeah. Hmm. We'll put it to the test. We'll one see, day. man. Yeah, we'll I'm see. I'm pulling from the list every time. Unless it's <laughs> something pull- like a Wonder Woman or Yeah. As soon I've as Covenant pull- drops, I don't care whose fucking pick it is, that's what we're watching. Yeah, for real, right? So uh check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Facebook tweet us. I wanna know what you think about it as you know, what what's up? Yeah. What's up with your bad self? Whenever I get off here, I'm going to go read the theories online. I'm going to fucking give it the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the Do- Donnie Darko treatment. Yeah, right. So, um, y'all want to hit some news up for a second? Yeah, let's hit it. All right. So, let's see what we have here. What can I... All right, here we go. So, apparently, I didn't know this, and this is two months old, and I just recently found out about it. That uh, Jordan Peele is co- has a series coming to HBO, I believe, called Lovecraft County. Have you heard about this? No. It says Get Out writer director Jordan Peele. Um, Funny Jordan guy. Peele's yeah his his production company called Monkey Paw is teaming mm. with Abrams J.J. Abrams Bad what? Robot. Yeah, and Warner Brothers Television. I'm sold. Love, yeah, on Love, 
Lovecraft Country, a one-hour drama that has uh, been given the straight-to-screen order by HBO. The pilot will be written by underground executive producer, showrunner, writer, Misha Green. Pill will be executive producing along, along with Green, Abrams, and Ben Stevenson. Green will be the showrunner. Um, let's see. So it says uh, there's connective tissue to Pill's breakout genre feature, Get Out, which uh, brought a Black Lives Matter theme to the horror genre. Lovecraft Country, the 2016 novel from Matt Ruff, focuses on 25-year-old Atticus Black after his father goes missing. Black joins up with his friends Latita and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America to find him. This begins a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terror of white America and the malevolent spirits that could be ripped from a Lovecraft paperback. The goal is an anthological horror series that reclaims genre storytelling from the African-American perspective. So that's what that's going to be about. And I'm kind of interested in it. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched Get Out yet. I've got it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. I know Trav's watched it. You've seen it, Trav? Yeah. Was it good? Oh, it was strange. But was it good? It was a Yeah, it's worth watching. I don't want to ruin any of it, but it's 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 worth watching for real. I didn't Is expect it? that from him. Um, yeah. It was he did he, I will say he did a good mix of when it when things got really weird in the movie, you felt weird. Mm-hmm. Good tone. And like the tonal shift was like Lightning fast. Like, it would damn. cut from some like a funny, awkward moment where it was genuinely funny to like a awkward, well, like what what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm definitely yeah, gonna watch it. This would be worth checking out. I think it's. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested in it. I mean, it sounds. Um, it sounds like it with him and Abrams working together on it. Um executive producing and the showrunner and everything. I think that it has some really good potential to be some um, pun not intended black comedy. You know what I mean? He's allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, not not black comedy like Friday. Yeah, we're like, not talking fucking, what was that movie, the Western? Oh, Django? Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, Blazing Saddles, yeah. That's no, the... Not, no, not black comedy like that. I'm talking like like it's horror going like on. Dark and, comedy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Dark. But comedy. look, the fact that Abrams heard the plot outcome, he's like he he got the full lay down. He's like, this is what's going to happen. He's like, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, because he doesn't have to take anything. Oh hell no! He's man. got fucking Star Wars money and Star, Star Trek money. Did he do Star Wars? He did. He did them both. Yeah. Dude, yeah. he's still spending Cloverfield money. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for real. Lost money. Yeah, he still. He doesn't I mean, have you know. to do anything. He's he's our uh uh, uh Steven Spielberg. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I he's our Steven Spielberg. Like, because he's kind of yeah. lost his touch. You know, he's old, and you know. 
Well, what's the last thing Spielberg put out? Did you see that fucking Indiana Jones movie? Didn't he direct that? Yeah, but Ooh. I don't want to talk about it. Let's see. Let's mm. see what else what else Steven's up he to. Did, he did Lincoln. I think he did That's Schindler's List too. <laughs> the even longer. He did list. he did Himmler's list. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. All right, let's see what the last thing he put out. Himmler's list. Um, yes, it's a very interesting list. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right, he's working on the BFG was the last thing that he did. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I watched it with the kids. Before that, he did Bridge of Spies, which I haven't watched, but I want to. Then he did Lincoln. So he's working on... He's filming one. He's in pre-production on one, post-production on another, and working on the Untitled Indiana Jones project. So, Ugh. anyway, so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I still haven't got to watch American Gods yet because I'm fucking working all the time. But fuck it, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, right? it ain't going anywhere. Yeah, for real. I don't so. think we are anytime soon. So hopefully not. <laughs> Like <laughs> <laughs> in North Korea, but it kicked the fuck back with those rockets. North Korea started fucking around with rockets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, UFO Day was a little bit back, a couple days ago. And wow. Sony, yeah, th- that's a day. UFO Day is a real thing. It's um, give, and give, it, us, give us a basic just thought. It's uh, Sunday, July the 2nd, World UFO Day. Isn't that when they have the... Is that uh, in, uh, oh, that's World, that's not Fife UFO Day? No, no, that's, <laughs> that's the World. There's UFO, UFO coming around the corner. Wasn't that, the, day, wasn't that, some that, the, that the aliens... Wasn't that the day that the aliens showed up on uh, in, in Independence Day? It was July 4th when they were fighting them, right? Yeah, and they showed up a couple of days before. Yeah. Welcome to Earth. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Brundlefly. <laughs> so, with that being said, Sony Pictures released a mysterious trailer. Did they? Titled, This Means Something. What? Meant to tease an exclusive theatrical re-release in time for the 40th anniversary of one oh, of my favorite movies of all time. Mashed Potato my- Mountain. Yes, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They're doing a theatrical re-release. And I don't know. The the anniversary is on November the 16th, two days after my birthday. So I will be going to see that if this is, in fact, true that they're going to be doing this. Um, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. It's, I like it's uh, of- Richard Dreyfuss. Yes. Yeah. How good is he? Man? Yeah, and just about everything he's in. Yes. I mean he's he's good. Well, that's the I haven't seen I haven't seen Close Encounters in so long, dude. It would be like watching it for the first time again. Well, we'll do a fucking sci-fi over. month. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We'll do Fire in the Sky. Oh yeah. Close, Close Encounters. Encounters. What's the, another two? The Abyss. Oh. Ho! Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. He slaps the shit out of that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. And it's got Ed Helms in it, right? No, yeah. not Ed Helms. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Oh. He's so fucking good. Yeah. 
Well, I, I wish he's wearing a cowboy hat. Hey, anyway. let's do it. <laughs> let's uh, let's do that building up uh, to us watching Alien Covenant. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a great idea. So that'll be the fourth. Yeah, or we'll we Alien Covenant, or we'll do does, four, and then watch that as the fifth. Do you know when? Do you know when Covenant's coming out? We're on real DVD? close because uh, we've already got one. You know, it's just got bad audio. Let's see. We're I'm real close, Travis. Release for DVD. All right, it's coming out on August the fifteenth. That's when it's. Month. That's when it's releasing on. So we've got one, two, three, four, five. Six weeks, so we can do the Corey White thing and then do because it'll be four. Yeah, we'll work it out to where we can build up to it. How about that? Yeah, so that way everybody will have a chance to watch because you know, or as soon as it drops, we can start sci fi month with it. What about we do what if we do that? Uh, those are watch some it first. Let's build up yeah. to that. I want to watch well, all the old ones and build up to Alien Covenant. Okay. Okay. Well, we haven't released oh, okay. it yet, so. Oh, so you want to watch the Alien series? Not all of them. We're going to watch The Abyss, Fire in the Sky, Close Encounters, okay. Alien Covenant. Yes. That's our that's whole month planned out right there. Yeah, that's when the we best get it. When we get close to it, where it's like, okay, four weeks away. Yeah, well, August the 15th is whenever it is going to be releasing uh, on I mean, DVD and Blu-ray. It we'll says it early. Digital HD and Amazon Video and iTunes on August the 1st. So ah. that's, that's four weeks away. Let's do it. Shit. All right. After Corey, we'll start our damn... Yeah, that'll work. Sci-fi, right. what month will that be? Um... Well, it'll be going from, if we do it, it'll be, it'll be the week of the 16th and then the 23rd, the 30th and the 6th. Here's what we can do. We can watch them in the order, like the years that they were released. Yeah. All right. So we build up the effects. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking best idea ever. Yeah. I fucking love close encounters, man. Yeah. That's the first movie that I've ever saw that took something like, unexplained quote unquote and didn't make it like a horror or or any yeah. kind of genre film. It's like this could possibly happen. Yeah. It's like a rival, but it came out. It's in like 70s. a rival. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's so good, man. But less is more. Yes, less is more. That's his thing. Yes. Less is more. Uh one of the first sci fi movies I ever watched was The Abyss. I had that on VHS. I still have my copy from when I was fucking a kid. And I watched it a lot. So fucking good, man. Yeah, I was into that movie. Yeah. I like oh, those yeah. water people. <laughs> I like the fucking the water tongue or whatever it is. The what water when dig. that thing comes up at the end, it's like the little fucking God, what the alien fuck? playground. Yeah. Alien half pipe. <laughs> 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 so, I know that right. <laughs> So that's what we're looking forward to in the future, people. We got um, any more fucking movie news? So they're working on a the sequel to Creed, right? Creed <laughs> 2. And they're saying that um, Stallone wants to bring back 
the the fucking Russian, the Russian from Rocky Four. Yeah, fucking what's his name? I must break you. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Well, he's he's digging deep. He's like, whatever, Stallone. He fucking bailed on the. He's got to do something because he bailed on the fucking the action movies. Yeah, he did. He's done. Yeah. What was the reason? Um, Studio. I think so. And that was like that was his brainchild. That made yeah, a shit see. ton of money. A shit ton, man. <laughs> Whatever, Rocky. Uh it says that um in a crushing boat of fans expendables, uh Sylvester Stallone has washed his hands of the franchise. Mm. His Withdrawn from taking part in the fourth installment, even though sources said it would have meant the biggest upfront payday in his career at north of 20 million. The reason he and new image slash millennium chief AV learner could not find common ground on a new director. You hate to be Um, the guy that ran fucking Stallone off. Yeah. He's like the centerpiece. Yeah. Right. Well, I so mean, they, here's what we can say. He's not greedy and lazy. No. Greedy. Says that they couldn't find common ground on director, the script, and on certain elements of the film. And he's like, who the fuck are you? I'm Sylvester Stallone, bitch. This is my baby. Who you the know? fuck is this guy? Have y'all watched Creed? No. I haven't No, either. I haven't. I heard it was fucking it was incredible. Good. Really? It's didn't good? He get movie of the, didn't he get movie of the year? Some, uh, some, some, oh, yeah. man. Some accolade. I'm pretty sure it got nominated, but I don't think it won. He was pissed about that, I'm sure. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's going to bring, bring back Dolph Lundgren for the... Oh, come on. You got to go bigger and better. Yeah, so... Everybody will watch that. Yeah. I would I would actually go to the theater and probably see that. That's the rematch of the fucking century. Yeah. He fights the Russian again, the dude that fucking <laughs> killed his best friend. Yeah. I mean He's shit. Like, this is for Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the post interview. He's still doing it for him. You know <laughs> all right rocky nice to see you again buddy <laughs> yeah right get out of here that's probably that's the director's Bruce, problem baby. the director went into the studio and he's like i can't understand a fucking word he says okay <laughs> just a bunch of mumbling <laughs> he started fucking around with a speech pattern mouth is um, fucking crooked <laughs> he did a straight that shit yeah. out that's why he it's why he sounds weird he can't fucking like move his lips and shit on the plastic surgery <laughs> so uh apparently true detective season three now is it true is he gonna bring back mcconaughey well it says the only thing true detective fans like to do more than complain about the <laughs> show's second season is to fantasy cast a potential season three well, if the latest rumors are true, then HBO will be making its viewers very happy because Academy Award winner 
Marshala Ali. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm probably butchering everybody's name, but it's, it's okay. All right. Nobody might gives be a the fuss. Next, yeah. Might be the next actor to enter its strange world of cops and creepy masks. Um, Ali is close to signing on to star in season three of HBO series, though nothing is official. The news comes despite creator Nick Pizzle. Something like How, that. Yeah. Pizzolatto's. Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto shows, despite creator Nick's show not technically being picked up for another season yet. But if it's true, then and Ali, whose Oscar win for Moonlight was more than deserved, is already deep in talks to sign on. That would seem HBO's intent on doing more. Um, I like that guy. A Here's lot. my thing, though. You could put. Jesus Christ. Nah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> you can put anyone in the movie. That don't mean shit. Yeah. It's got to be a good script, man. Yeah, it does. It wasn't the actors that ruined the second season. And it wasn't that bad. I I mean, I watched, it just wasn't as good as the first. That's Here's the problem, though. He's never going to top it. Yeah. It's impossible, man. No. He He'll never blind. top that first season. It really should have been a one and done. Yeah, for real. That's it. Yeah. Start a different show, different name. Like he can't top that. No. He's gonna live. He's gonna have to live with that forever. That's his demon. Yeah, and what a beautiful demon to have. Oh my though, god. You know? <laughs> I mean, if I had to live with but a see, demon, I would want it. But see, he rolled out that second season. And people started talking shit about him. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Let's not forget. This is the motherfucker that gave us the first season. Yeah, yeah. He's sucking this guy's dick. You know. Yeah. Let's not be so. Quick I mean, to come on. on. That shit was good. It was. I watched one episode and then I binge watched the fuck out of it. Like. <laughs> I couldn't get enough when it went off, dude. I've watched that three times. Yeah, I, I don't know. normally we, do that. No, it's good. No. Yeah, I've watched it several times. Um, Travis, where do you rank? Because I, I mean, we talk about True Detective and everything, but as far as like your personal scale of television. Where would you place True Detective? Like, what's your number one, and where does True Detective fall in this one? Um, I I don't know. I would have to say, um, what's your number one oh, show that you're just like, ah, is it Game of Thrones? Uh, damn. Right <laughs> now, it's honestly a top between that and Westworld. Yeah. But if it's I definitely to, in the top five. Those two. Yes. Top yes, five. Yes. Westworld, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, True Detective. What else? Um, I mean, Lost is on there, yeah. obviously. Um, I don't know. My list is 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 so. It's so. Di- it's not so different. I'm sure other people have a, the same taste somewhere, but. Mine just spans different stuff. Like it's not like can you can you really try to compare something like Star Trek to True Detective no. on a list? You know, not really. Not, I mean, they're both good for entirely different reasons. You know, well, well, that's like you know, if if I do a comparison to True Detective, it has to be a drama. 
I'm not going to compare Breaking like, bad. Yeah, I'm not going to compare um, like the definitely. hit crowd. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Well. Well, on the list of like, I guess because I'm, I'm honestly I'm trying to build a list on the spot. Um, it would have to be. Let's see, drama wise, I'd have to say it. Six feet under has to be number one. Ah, I still haven't seen um, that. That's the most depressing fucking show you will ever watch. That's where fucking my uh, child came from, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Where Dexter Michael got his start. Yeah. Hey, would that um, guy be Dexter if it wasn't for that show? Probably I not. Don't know. But uh, I will say this: it is probably some of the best acting I've Dexter. ever seen. <laughs> um, that show is really good. But anyways, I would say it's six feet under. True Detective season one, Breaking Bad. And I'll just leave it th- leave it at that because that answers where yeah. it would fall. That's that's what's up. I haven't watched all of Six Feet Under. I watched that uh, first season and I was like, oh, you know, uh, the show. Like I said, it is drama, so it's not. There's no action. I like a good drama I'm though. Nobody's yeah. chasing anybody down. A lot of talking. Boardwalk Empire is good. But the things that happens to the, it's just it, it's 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 it starts with one event happening, and how that that one event shows how it impacts everybody's life. Well, the whole show is is based on the idea that everybody's going to die. Like that's its theme. Yeah, and uh, it rides that shit out to the bitter fucking end. Probably that that show probably still has the best season finale because it is the only show I've ever watched where when the finale was going on and like the last shots of the show were happening. Uh, I I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I fucking I almost cried. Well, I did cry, dude. <laughs> I ain't even gonna bullshit you. Like I cried when that show fucking ended, man. That was a that shit was depressing, dude. I gotta wow. watch it. Yeah, right. Move Travis to tears. He's like a robot. <laughs> He's like the no, tin like, man. No, well, well, see, what's crazy about that show is that me and my wife binge watched it. We started it. Like she had seen some of it. But you and guys we actually, only, right? Uh, you ended up with a well, fucking box set, right? I, well, that was one of the first uh, gifts I ever got her. I bought her the box set of Six Feet Under, and sadly, we no longer have it. But uh. We 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 did watch the entire run and you loaned that out. Wh- no 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 no. It just fell to neglect with kids and dogs oh. and stuff. You yeah. come in, dogs chewing on it. How'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that was on the top shelf. But, um, but anyhow, uh, that's it, that's uh, one of those things you don't. I'm like, you loaned that it got out. To where it got it got to where there would be moments where 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 my wife would be a few episodes ahead. And then suddenly I got ahead and then I ended up finishing the show before her. And I was like, I was like, this show will, I was like, it's going to, it'll make you cry. <laughs> like no shit. Like a couple of days later, she finishes. She's like, you were right. Well, that's how, you know, like they did a good job. It was real. Oh, they made you I, believe that's it. That's the thing. A movie, movies and shows never make me why well, I said like, like I'll now now you know I'll I'll get a I'll get a man tear occasionally when like <laughs> no hear me out I'll get a, a man, man tear, tear when I see some 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, like mo- movies were like they I know really, what you mean. They really, where they really rely on your friend. Like, dude, the bucket list, the ending to the bucket list gave me a man tear. What when, about uh, fucking uh, when, uh, when, Green uh, Mile? When, Did you uh, shed a man tear for the Green Mile? Yeah, well, like when Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, when they both got cremated and placed on top of that mountain at the end, dude, like, like, man tear. Buddies, dude, man tear. That's the rating from now on. Yeah. This movie gets um, three oh. man tears. <laughs> I give it a half man tear. My eyes no, watered but up, if, but the, no but tear that, fell that, down my cheek. If that's. If that's the rating system, and I, I, I hope I'm not overselling how dramatic the show kind of goes, but like the ending of that show, I was fucking nearly bawling, dude. Damn, I gotta watch it. Now. I mean, yeah, it made Stonewall cry. Like, yeah, dude, that show. I like, like I said though, like be ready because it's that's a, a good show though, show. man. If a show can do it, that. Like, that's well, good. It's just, like you know, just one thing happens after the other. I see and why it's, it's number good. one because it's like that fucking show pulled my ass in. <laughs> yeah. I believe yeah, like I and, and and the thing and what the I reason why it the holds that spot to me is because is because it's the only show really that because it's 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 so it's grounded in realism like it is not it's not like some fancy like fantasy style thing or whatever yeah like they like for instance a certain character a certain character is dead and one of the main characters you'll be watching the perspective through uh they'll be talking to them like they're ghosts, like they're th- like, but, but you know, it's just them having a conversation with like them in Dexter their head. talking to his dad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of cues, you can see where a lot of the camera cues and stuff went over into Dexter. But, uh, I mean, I don't think either show has any like relation no. other than their distribution through HBO, but like, I don't know. Maybe don't since know. it's HBO, <laughs> but, um, HBO universe. Like they, 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 there's a thing though because the whole show is centered around like uh, a uh, like a, a morgue, not a morgue, but a funeral home. They live these these people live in a funeral home, and it 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 shows you how their business runs, the embalming, all that kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, like it's just it, it it's it's like one of those shows that's about saving the family business, but it's a fucking funeral home. It's a bummer, man. Yeah. <laughs> what I watched. Well, like, was... well, well, what was, what was, what they have, it's, it's got some dark comedy to it. Oh yeah, for sure. So, uh, like, like one of the instant, one of the, you know, examples, I guess, is they do like a, they do a coffin commercial where it's like, you'll never look so good or, you know, going out in style. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like the commercials from that, uh, what's that Sylvester Stallone movie where they're selling the weapons. Yeah. The, yeah. Like you see, <laughs> you, you see, com- you see commercials for, for all the beauty products that they use to what was that movie? Like the makeup and stuff. Like it was crazy. I didn't mean to go on a tangent about six feet under with you guys, but like really though, wait, it was Beverly Hills cop, right? Yeah. Sales. Every time, every time I, I so or I, anytime Beverly Hills Cop is brought up, I always think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Axel. <laughs> All right. 
Like you, like it's uh-huh. the, it's like the type of it's the generic type of beat that you would imagine a ninety an early nineties movie would be, where some guy's walking down the street with a boombox on his shoulder. Yeah, Johnny Murphy. <laughs> All right. Um. So we have a Batman director. Oh wow, Matt Reeves. And we also we I know also that name. We also have a confirmed villain. Too, Why do I know we? that name? He directed the Planet of the Apes. Oh. Or the Planet of the Apes. Let's see. Big I'll, money. I'll check into it. Who's the director or the, Who's the uh, villain? villain? Yeah. Uh, Deathstroke. Who the fuck is that? Oh, I, are they still doing that? I didn't know if they're um, actually doing that. The, the article that you shared. If you read further, it gives you the casting, and uh, I can't remember yeah, who Griffin. the guy's name was. But okay, uh, I'll read it. <laughs> you didn't even read but it. Death, but Deathstroke is cast in the movie now. Uh, Matt Deathstroke. Reeves directed um, Cloverfield. Oh, that's where then, I know that name. Yeah, and then both the Planet of the Apes. Not I was a fan of Cloverfield. Getting, Nice to see him getting a superhero franchise, and, and it's you know you're a badass. Well, if someone's like, "All right, we, we want you to direct the next Batman movie." Well, Here's the thing, eight. though: he can handle the budget. Yeah, they say, and the article went on the state too that I think they're going for like a noir, like a detective story, which is awesome. Well, it says here that um, I have ideas about an arc, but really the important thing is just to start. You have to start with one. You know, you have to start with the story that begins something. Mm. I would be lying if I could tell you that the arcs of apes was already planned out because it simply wasn't. It's one of those things where that character was so potent and the possibility was embedded from the beginning. But exactly how you've gotten from A to Z is something that existed. It's It's not something that existed. Um. Let's see, explain that the original follow-up to Rise of the Planet of the Apes was a much different idea than what became Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, when Mark and I began Dawn, we knew what our goals were, but we didn't know how we were going to get there. And I would say that more, I would say that that more relates to the way I, I see Batman, the Batman story. Is a kind of ambition for a series of stories, but really the most important thing is going to be to tell a vital story first. Uh, it says that um, War of the Planet of the Apes opens July 14th, targeted for release in 2019. Batman stars Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, Jeremy Irons as uh, Alfred, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, and Joe Mangelio. Manjin Leo. Well, here's well, here's something that I feel like is a hard part. That's gonna well, it's gonna be hard for them to pull off in this movie because if they're trying to make it a solo Batman movie that now exists in the DC universe, um, they're gonna have to do a really good job of trying to keep. I mean, and they can obviously. I I feel like they can, but try to make a film that doesn't rely so much on what these films have built up with like keep it like 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 i would like to see a good old-fashioned gotham cities in trouble batman movie set in this world yes well like maybe like maybe have barry allen show up and he's like no dude this is i gotta do this this is you know this is you know what i mean like i don't need that kind of help from what i've heard 
through the grapevine with my connections in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) With your CIA operatives that, that come out to you. Yeah. From what I understand, what they're wanting to do is, um, with Matt Reeves taking over as the, uh, director of Batman and Joss Whedon taking over a Batgirl, they're wanting to create a, a DC universe within the DC universe of just Batman characters, which so is Batman Inc. Kinda. It's going to be Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing. And then they want to bring them all together into that, which I, I don't know. I'm conflicted on how I feel about it. Cause, cause the boyish side of me is like, yeah, let's do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But me right now, I'm like, do the Batman story, have Batman be its own thing. Do the other stories and have Batman be some kind of a part in it. If they did a, a, a crossover event inside of the Gotham verse is what I'm going to call it. Cause it's all going to take place in Gotham, you know, um, have it to where, Batman's not around. There's some reason why he's not there that forces all the other characters to have to get together. Because to me, it's like Justice League is the Justice League. The Avengers are the Avengers. Well, what if he's off doing the Justice League thing? Exactly. And that's why he's not there. Yes. Bam. Or or, or maybe the Batman, maybe the movie will pick up with, you know, as Batman was fighting off. I mean, because you know the parademon invasion that's going to happen in justice league is obviously going to be like the same thing as with the, the Avengers movies are going with, you know, and yeah. in, in, in the, on the, in the Marvel court, like yeah. now it's always referred to as the incident. Yeah. So, um, you know, wait though, I believe a few podcasts back, you guys talked about though, like, why don't they just do a fucking Batman movie? Batman's a detective. Yeah, do exactly. a fucking Batman and, and, movie, and that's where I think they're going at this. With Stop the trying to style, fill it like. with every fucking villain you can find. Make well, a fucking Batman movie, and it's like a Batman movie though, for real though. A Batman movie. You think about this though. A Batman movie is more Bruce Wayne, less Batman. Yeah, right? yeah. More Bruce this Wayne sitting true. around with Alfred, like. We got to figure this out, you know? Yeah. What are we going to do with Jeremy? Irons? Yeah, and then you get a little bit of Batman <laughs> here and there. Well, I'm afraid if they try to cross the stream as it were <laughs> with, with the Batman universe, it's going to be too much. I'm, I'm afraid that this is what I'm afraid of. Spider-Man comes out like in a couple of days, right? It's already been confirmed so much that Robert Downey Jr. is in it. The only thing that I'm afraid of is that he's going to take away from it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've seen somewhere where they say that it, it's a, it suffers the Marvel formula. Well, but but you know what I'm saying, though? Like, they have to... They well, bring, he, well, he will smith it. What do you mean? It seems like, well, it seems like the movie's going to be more or less Iron Man with Spider-Man. See, and that's kind of... Um, not you know. a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yes, which I'm hoping doesn't happen because everybody that, you know, the reports are in and it's great. It's the best Marvel movie ever made. The only thing that I'm worried about is that. I'm worried if they do a Batman universe just based on Batman characters alone, 
that it's going to be it it would be nice for a pop in pop out real quick it would be nice to get these characters together and team them up i want batman being batman you know what i mean yeah now, like it would it, be like it would be cool if they built it up just enough to where save the next justice league thing happens and you find out batman has put contingencies in order that gotham is still being looked after and taken care of in lieu of his absence having yeah. to deal with with the global threats and having to go and join the league and stuff yeah something like that you know like i don't know you know i like have like a moment where you know he's there say we get so far into the justice league that they eventually have their headquarters you know Say we have a moment where they're getting reports from various sources on Earth and doing their scans. Or who's to say that we don't get like some FaceTime of fucking Robin or even... Because see, that's what I want in a Batman movie. I want them to set up a Robin, but do it... Like, like I feel like they can nail it if they do it right. Well, I'm not saying... I'm not saying spend... I'm not saying go Joel Schumacher and spend two films building the Batman-Robin thing. But like, you know bring Robin into the mix, even go so far as to pull since, since, since they're, they've already fucked all the timelines up as to when these heroes meet and get together. Um, I mean, go on out and be like, you know, have just having a be like, Hey, this is Robin. Well, I think the Batman that we have, if this isn't going to be a flashback, um, or anything like that happening, <clears throat> I think that what they're going to do is, establish Nightwing as a character and then have it to where Bruce Wayne doesn't have time to be bothered with training some, you know what I mean? Oh, that would be an interesting way to start a movie. Yeah. Because like, think of it, think of it where when the Batman starts, it'll be like Gotham city 12 years before the, the appearance of Superman, you know, like, like, like keep it, keep this movies. If they do flashback sequences or whatever, yeah. Have it to where it's like you get a timeline, like this all happened prior to the events of Man of Steel. Well, speaking of that, and this doesn't really have anything to do with Batman per se, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Fat Man on Batman, Mark Bernard said this. Okay, Wonder Woman is all a flashback of what happened whenever she got the photo. Like she's reliving that in her memories, basically. Right. You're seeing that. Yeah. That's what the movie is. So what, what he's suggested that would be a good idea for DC to do would have her perspective, have her be the watcher kind of, you know what I mean? Have her be the character that was like, this is whenever this shit happened. And she's been in the world since world war one until present day. And that she has just been observing things that have happened. You know what I'm saying? That way it gives some kind of irrelevance to it. You know what I mean? Some kind of actual timeline to it. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm going to throw that in there. You know, he said that and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting to think about, you know? That would be. If I'm not mistaken, I think in the movie, I think they find out that one of the mother boxes is actually going to be, it's something that they have held in Themyscira. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. That I mean, I don't Batman. know. That's all. It's I, a fucking Batman movie, dude. I think this guy's gonna do it justice. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> you know, justice. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he those uh, Planet of the Apes. This he new can Planet make a fucking Apes, movie. 
Dude, it's so good. It's good, man. That Cloverfield movie's good. Yeah, it the is. The way man. it's shot, and it's good. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You'll right. sit through it, even if it makes you sick. Yeah. You want to know what's going to happen? Hey, if it wasn't for this fuck, no T.J. Miller. Yeah. T.J. Miller was a cameraman. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. That's crazy to think about. Because he was like yeah. some fuck that they gave an opportunity, you know, like. Yeah. He was like a, he wasn't even an actor, I don't think. No. I think I remember watching the special features because that was a movie that I was just like, ah, like, <laughs> wow, you know, the way it was shot. That was like the first one. Yeah. That set the tone. So, um, well. True Batman from, uh yeah, I'm. I just want to see it. You know what I mean. And Ben Affleck's like, really, a damn good Batman. Yeah, I mean, fuck what people I, say. Yeah, and do I have concerns about it? Yes, but I have concerns about Spider Man and everybody saying that it's the best Marvel film ever made so far. Come so, on, like, yeah. dude, to me, that Spider Man movie dropped. Oh, comes I mean, out a couple days, and people are saying it's the best fucking movie ever. Yeah, commenting back on uh, way to ben go, Affleck, Sony. Though. I think it's safe to say that like the warehouse scene was probably the best Batman action sequence that's ever been put out. When he was out. fighting oh, Superman? Yeah. yeah. Like the no. the way the way that fight synced in with the music, the score, everything. Like it was That's what you're talking about? Whenever he's when he, getting Martha. Yeah, when he's saving Martha and he's just beating the piss out of oh, everyone. Oh dude, he fucked him up. Yeah. I'd like to see a rated R Batman movie. Yeah, right. We live in a day and time where it's possible. And it would make billions, man. Well, if they crafted Logan, it, if they Logan crafted paved it, the way. Well, no, not really. Deadpool paved Deadpool, the way. Yeah. If they crafted it carefully, I think that a live action killing joke could exist. Yeah. I, I'm afraid they're going to shy away from that. Well, I know, I know the anime. I watched the animated release and I wasn't happy with it, really. Um, the story gets adapted, but they add a whole other spin on Batgirl that I was kind of. It Were was you put like, off, wow. off, It was off-putting. Yeah. Well, because well, because having having read some of the comics that incorporate her, Batman is more of a, like a father figure to her, and yeah. in this, there was like a sexual yeah. tension with them, ah. and I. It was really weird. It was weird to watch knowing most like no knowing that the history of these characters is not like this. Yeah, it was a little odd. It was an odd choice for sure. Traffic, you know? baby, a little traffic. <laughs> so um I'm excited either way. Um either way. Yeah. So do y'all wanna see what Fox is doing right now? See what they're fucking up? Not really, but <laughs> Maybe the people it's, listening want to know. Yeah. It says 20th Century Fox is uh, betting big that you'll keep watching Marvel superhero movies. Yeah. Until movies that they don't have anything to fucking do with. Yeah. Well, it says here that um, they have one, <laughs> six dates. <laughs> six different movies? Yes. Do they have the list of movies? These are the potentials. Oh, my God. All right, are y'all ready for this? Mm-mm. All right, Deadpool 3. Did they Obvious. make that Deadpool movie? They're working on it. Did they Deadpool make the 2. other one? Yeah. 
They're working on wow, it. Wow, yeah. that's like the only thing they have. That's fucking. They got at least they got one thing going for them. Well, they, they yeah. did that and Logan. Hopefully, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe anything hey, this of, should be the rated anything? R thing. Like this is where the movies go. They do the Fox does the rated R superhero movies. Yeah, I wish Fox, I wish I wish Fox would do a a Marvel Knights top film. Yeah. All right, so they've got Deadpool three, which is going to be fucking gangbusters. Yeah, X Men Dark Phoenix. Deadpool three, we don't have a two yet. They're working on it. This is future releases okay. that haven't been confirmed yet. Yeah, these are potential releases. I guess you could say. Uh, X Men Dark Phoenix, which I'm like, fuck that. We've already been there. Pass. We've already done that. Yeah. Fantastic Four Kid Friendly Pass. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right, we got four left. All right. Now we've got two, two left. Okay. Well, there's only five that they're potentially working on. Six dates. Yeah. Um, X Force. What's that? It's going to basically be. Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> well, it's going to be Deadpool and Cable meets a bunch of other mutants. From what I see, from what I, just I understand, threw up well, in my mouth a well, little bit. Well, X. Well, X twenty three, who's the little girl from Logan, mm-hmm. goes on to be in X Force. So oh, okay. That, so that's how it would probably tie to the Logan film. Yeah. And then number five, the one that I'm still scratching my fucking head about why they would ever make this fucking movie. Disco Gambit. Duck? No. Gambit. Fucking people love that character. I, I don't I get love, it, man. I love the character, Fuck too. Fuck him. But, He's stupid. But, this is the guy who throws cards, right? Yeah. Fuck that, yeah. man. He's a mutant that throws cards. Well, he transfers yeah. kinetic energy Fuck into him, anything dude. he touches. He can throw anything, though, and it's a card. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, that's his little get-up, but Imagine how powerful he is being able to do that. Like it's, yeah, it's actually pretty ridiculous. Fuck that. I just remember uh, playing the video game and people were like, "I'm, I'm him." After watching uh, Deadpool, <laughs> I'd like to see more of Negasonic T- Teenage Warhead. Yeah, I don't think they're bringing her back for the sequel. Deadpool's what they got going for them. They killed fucking Wolverine. I think out of this list, there's only two movies that I'd be interested in watching. Deadpool and Deadpool. Be, I have to be. Yeah. I have to, uh, I have to kind of disagree. I think Dark Phoenix. Travis, I think you're off anything, the fucking it, podcast. <laughs> it, <laughs> I don't know anything, anything about Dark Phoenix. Well, it's basically what the original X-Men trilogy was. It was dealing with Jean Grey. How many times, though, are they going to fuck up X-Men? The only time, know, but man, listen, man. The, the only time they got it right, it wasn't even an X Men movie. It was a fucking Wolverine movie. Like, this is true. Come on, dude. They keep on with know, the damn X Men. Look, what was the first one? I've just Days got of a, Future I've Past. Just got a, that was good. I've just got a soft. I've just got a soft spot. For I know you fucking X-Men. love X Men. I know, man. That's your problem. I know. <laughs> That's your vice. Uh, <laughs> I no, love X Men too, but that first but, one, that I, no, first yeah, one they I, came I back mean, with. Would, Listen, I, mean, I, I went to—I I mean, think yeah, I saw I mean, it in the theater. I was like, "Holy shit, they're bringing it back! They're doing it justice!" Like, first they're class. fucking doing this right. And then yeah. the next one came out. 
And I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> it's excellent. Stupid me, you know? <laughs> uh, fool me once. Come on, Same man. On I didn't even finish it. I cut it off. Well, I turned my... that movie off, man. Here, my problem with. I sat through a... Neon Demon. And I turned that fucking movie off. What, Days of Future Past? I did. Yeah. Didn't even finish it. I mean, I watched it. My, I couldn't my do thing, it. I just did, I didn't I'm pull just, me in. Just, I was like, I don't like I this. I don't know. I'm just on the fence. I know you've always like, liked it. You've always I, liked well, it. I know a lot of people would probably, a lot of people would agree or disagree, but I think if they could set up the movies to where they inevitably do House of M, it would be so good. Well, but they, they won't because that's what that's what people want. Like they're like, nah. Well, we're gonna fuck everything up because we're good at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that Logan movie was good though. If they did House of M, I would be interested to see that. My problem with Dark Phoenix is because of how uh, X Men Apocalypse ended. And if we do that movie, then I'll go into more detail about that because. It was. Um, Please don't make me watch an X Men movie. <laughs> I mean, just the way that it ended, I did not like it whatsoever. The rest of the movie was okay. I enjoyed it for what it was, but the ending and it's the whole Phoenix thing at the end just yeah this cringeworthy. Is well, it's like they set. Well, the, there's there's no context for how she's suddenly just the Phoenix. Well, not only that, but like, oh. okay, Apocalypse shows up, like he gets awake, awoken, and he's like, I got to get the most powerful mutant so I can trade bodies with him, right? And he's supposed yeah. to be this this god character that knows everything and sees everything. And Like, why didn't he get her? But if she's said? the most powerful exactly. mutant, then did she kick his ass? Cause- yes, but, but he well, was Xavier. But, but see, here's where I have hope, though. Like I wonder if somehow, well, well, we'll see the the big the biggest thing that they left out of their first take on Dark Phoenix was the fact that the Phoenix was like some cosmic entity that she was in contact with. Yeah, and I'm wondering if they can write it in in such a way as that that's why he couldn't notice her as a mutant because it wasn't the mutant aspect of her. I don't know. They could try to fi- you know try to find a way to where. She was still a mutant, obviously. She had her telekinetic power, but you know, he could notice her power, but not that other that that little extra. You know what I mean? Like Well, a lot of extra. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she I mean shit up. Um, oh yeah. Well when fucking when fucking uh, Professor X says let her rip, man, boy does she. Yeah, and that's the thing, like Professor X knew. Like this motherfucker's supposed to be like, fuck everybody, I know everything. Fuck the city, you know? Yeah, fuck the city. Save the day. No, he was trying to fuck the day and the city, and he didn't do either. He was a punk bitch. Fuck him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just pissed me off so bad. After the movie went off, I was like, fuck my life. Fuck my TV. Fuck it all. You know, like, I was just so pissed when it went off, man. Um. Well, let's go to something that's a little bit more... Less raging, less yeah. rage inducing. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, Kevin Feige has told us what the the five Marvel movie arc for Spider Man is, 
and it's going to be um, Civil War was the first one. Then Homecoming, Avengers, Infinity War, the Untitled Avengers, and Homecoming 2, or whatever we end up calling it. So they're gonna, they've got five movies that they're wor- working with with Spider-Man. And I guess then that's when they're whatever that they did to get Spider-Man ends. But that's still yet to be seen. You know what I mean? What, what the deal really was. But um, anything they do with Spider-Man with Tom Holland in it, like I said, I'm still a little worried about Homecoming because of Tony Stark and all that shit. But I'm still excited about seeing it. And I am going to try to go see it this weekend, hopefully. Because honestly, I don't... Spider-Man doesn't need the star power of Iron Man to succeed at the box office. No, when he steals the fucking show in Civil War, like, I cut it off after he's out. Fuck that movie. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing. But, no, for real, though, like, once he's out, and I'm like, yeah, you know, they fight, and then they fucking break bread, and fucking scissor, whatever they do. But, um, Spider-Man, though, man. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Well, it's 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 a big deal because now, for at least a brief period of time, the Marvel Universe will actually have probably it's one of its its name you know its namesake you know. Yeah. The, yeah you don't think Marvel without thinking fucking Spider Man. Yeah. I mean, right. dude, he, no matter whether he's your favorite or not, that's that's. that's I used what, to come home from any, school and watch that fucking cartoon, I mean, man. I mean, as as the decade has drug on, I guess it's more debatable now because a lot of people grew up going Iron Man, you know. But Welcome. but honestly, yeah. but for a lot of but for every, but for the rest of the world and the rest of the other, everybody older, you know, Spider Man is, is Spider Man. The face of Marvel is Spider Man. Yeah. Fuck Sony. Yeah, hand him over. They're holding him hostage. They're, they're, I mean, there's more Spider Man. They're gonna make so probably. much goddamn money off this movie. <laughs> They're going to fucking do more, man. They'll have to. Well, then they'll go back that, to making their fucking shitty movies. Yeah. And people's going to be like, what the fuck? And they're going to be like, oh, hey, uh, uh, Marvel, uh, uh, Disney, uh, 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 hey, remember us? Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. I remember you. They should just sell it back, man. No, Why won't they, they should, come off of it? What they should do is buy Sony and Fox. Yeah. Just for the character. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. They got the money. <laughs> Yeah, they do. I think whenever that $500 million movie comes out, they're going to make so much money, they'll be able to buy it. They'll be able to buy whatever they want. We got Avenger money. We got Marvel money and Star Wars money. Yeah. Damn. And and just fucking Disney princess yeah. money. That which is a lot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's fucking pricey. Yeah, a fucking is. bag of Cheetos is like eight bucks. I'm talking the little bag. <laughs> You're like, fuck, it's 90% yeah, it's highway robbery. Yeah. Eight bucks Hot. for five Cheetos. Yeah. Shit. I could have brought my own bag. Mickey now. Mouse is like, it's like, at least take me out to eat before you fuck me, Mickey. Uh, no. <laughs> you don't have to pay for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck you real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to turn you into a pillow biter. <laughs> anyway where's, the, where's mickey's where's mickey's money bitch yeah give him, w- give old w- mickey a reach around i wish that they would redo the movie we watched with mickey as the star 
What movie? <laughs> Naked, Naked Lunch. Oh my god! It'd be like it'd be like Fear and Loathing meets Roger Rabbit. Yeah, how crazy would that be? Roger Rabbit's crazy anyway. <laughs> it's too. Many, it's many, it's many, like that, an acid I have, trip. I have, I have his I have his wife on the couch. Mini Wait, being pounded by like by Goofy. Can you imagine? Not Pluto. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> watching this movie tripping on acid? No. Holy shit! No. You probably kill yourself. I can't like this is movie. weird. You blow your brains out like. I can't imagine watching any movie tripping on acid. It fucked me up. I was sober. <laughs> yeah, I felt weird. It was weird, man. I can only imagine. Yeah, she fell asleep. While we were... Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Some weird <laughs> dreams. <laughs> yeah. Sucking Can you imagine watching this movie drunk? <laughs> no, I throw up. First 10 minutes in, you'd be like, what? Yeah, what the fuck Who? happened? Yeah, huh? Because it's hard to follow shit when you're wasted. You're just like, huh? You can't follow shit. It's like you're in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? Yeah. Me and Corey I White got fly. so y'all got wasted. Night. Yeah, dude. We didn't get we didn't get wasted, wasted, but we were feeling pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a good segue. Yeah. Tell us a so, story. All right. So, um, I I will tell you this. His fucking he was shooting fireworks, right? He was in charge of the fireworks. This is before we started. My house, my lighter. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And uh I'll tell you, I got drunk enough and I smoked a cigarette. Um so uh he threw one of the fireworks. Yeah, I know, right? How long's it been? Two thousand thirteen. Did you hate it? Yeah. But I was drunk enough to not. Well, I, I he gave me the cigarette. When you hit that cigarette, were you like, oh, goddamn, you delicious bastard. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, I haven't had a cigarette since 2013. What the fuck's happening right now? That's a long time, like, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. We're like vaping veterans. I know. I, it was because my batteries kept fucking up in that other one. It's, it's well, when you get deal. drunk, you got to get some nicotine in your system. Yeah, for real. You gotta do something with your hands. You'll be in the corner beating your dick, you know? Well, I know. It's all it, limp because you're drunk. You know? like, yeah, when they sell a six pack, it should have a pack of cigarettes taped to the side of it. You know what I mean? Or an e pen. <laughs> yeah, something. In the I mean, future will come with an e pen with a pod. Yeah, it's like, come on. <laughs> but uh, he put the firework in the fire. He was burning it <sighs> after he was shooting them off. And I guess one of them didn't shoot off enough because he threw it in the fire. And about five minutes later, it started shooting fireworks at his truck and shit. Mm-hmm. I was laughing my ass off. Corey, what are you doing? I didn't know um, that it had fireworks in it. All right, man. So um, he sent in a clip. Speaking of Corey White. Yeah, he sent in a clip. We put the, we put the call out for him to recommend a movie for us to watch. I don't know if y'all yeah. remember that last episode. Yeah, last episode we, I, I messaged him. He's down with it, and he recorded a clip and sent it to Adam. I haven't listened to it. Oh, really? Um, yeah, no, I haven't. I saw that you sent it to me, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna wait until the show." I'm gonna play it right here, right now. You ready, Travis? Yeah. You ain't ready. <laughs> All right, guys. This is Corey White. And I was tasked with choosing the next movie for these guys to listen to. I didn't know being a fan of my friend's podcast 
was going to get me homework, but there you fucking go. So I chose the movie It Follows. It's a movie that was made in, I believe, 2014, something along there. Yeah, 2014. And it's a horror movie. The reason I chose this movie, my wife and I, a lot of our date nights are spent watching horror movies. And to me, horror, at least the modern horror movie, is a genre that's really good to cuddle up to somebody and watch. But usually you don't really walk away from it with your fucking mind blown or your life changed. It's just something to sit down and kind of disengage your brain, get a jump scare every now and then. And honestly, once the movie's over, I usually wouldn't be able to tell you the plot the next day of the movie that I watched. I may remember a couple of scenes, probably the ones that made me jump and my wife called me a little bitch. But I don't know, just something about this movie just uh, stuck out to me. I just really, I like the way it looks. It looks amazing. It's got a great soundtrack. And, uh, I mean, they don't really rely on a whole lot of jump scares. Uh, it's just got this really creepy, like, sense of dread behind it. It's just, just, I just felt very uneasy throughout this whole movie. But that's just my opinion. And, uh, maybe y'all hated it. If you did, it's probably gonna turn into a two hour, uh, call Corey White a dumbass podcast, which, to be honest, that's probably what it's going to be anyway. Uh, I can already imagine what y'all are going to be saying when this little portion of me talking is over with. I mean, I'm definitely not the expert. Uh, this whole thing is coming from the guy that uh, his son, I mean, basically dominates the television. Uh, I've watched the new movie Trolls with Justin Timberlake in it. Well, I don't know how new it is. It's new to me. I've watched it about 97 times this week. So uh, that's what my exposure to cinema has become, is watching cartoons over and over. So anyway, y'all get on with it. Fuck you too, Adam. (laughs) It took you three minutes to tell us one minute worth of shit. (laughs) Oh, that was great. That was amazing. It follows. Oh, man. It follows, huh? Have you seen it, Adam? No, have you? Yeah. What about you, Trav? Um, No, I don't think i have are you gonna watch it again griffin oh yeah i think i now now that i remember i believe griffin uh was talking to me about it one time on uh, one of our old drives to huntsville yeah it's uh did he google it though that he was he like what movie should i pick google well he told me that he was um just looking around for something kind of obscure but he wanted to watch it before he recommended it Mm -hmm. and since he's watched troll 97 times in the past (laughs) i'm I'm guessing he you know it's hard for him anything fucking neon demon would be good 
watching fucking trolls. <laughs> Corey White is a fucking troll. <laughs> <laughs> like he's hiding under the continue. bridge and he's gonna fucking like make me answer a riddle before I can cross. <laughs> uh, he'll be like, All right, guy, got this riddle. Take him fucking 30 <laughs> minutes to tell me 10 minutes worth of shit. <laughs> I fell asleep, man. Could you say it again? <laughs> so, yeah, Corey White picks it, follows. Let me see here. I'm going to pull her up on the IMDb's here. I actually wanted to go watch this at the... Uh, In the theater? Yeah. Um, but it didn't get a wide release. I'm sure it didn't. It came out and it was... The I only never place heard it was, of it. It was playing in... Um, Mike's apartment? Gadsden, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Gadsden. <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to get out there. You going to watch it with the roaches? Oh my God. Y'all remember that movie, Joe's Apartment. That's it. Joe's Apartment. What a fucking weird movie. Yeah. That's the funny version of fucking Naked Lunch. (laughs) (laughs) You brought him back, man. Yeah. How did you do it? I set him up and knock him down. Shit. (laughs) So, yeah, next week we got Corey Watts Pickett follows. Um, If this goes good, I don't know how it's going to follow this movie. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking creepy, man. I hate fucking scary movies. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not, it's not really scary as much as it's just uneasy. Yes, it's very tense the whole like time. Like a buried alive movie. Yeah, but with less Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Find me, save me. I got so much to give. <laughs> so, um. If this if this turns out well, then we'll have to get some other people involved in it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So uh, hit us up on the twitters and the and the facebooks. Um. Give us a review on iTunes, please. Please, goddamn. Yeah. Let us Something. know what you think on there. Yeah. You can give us stars. Tell us we suck. That we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> please, anything. Yeah, we'll anything. take fucking a shitty review. Yeah. But um, also, if you're out there in the uh, podcasting world and you run out of stuff to listen to, there's these dudes in Scottsboro, which is like a hop, skip, and a jump away from where I live and Travis's li- Travis lives. I used to live further. there. Yeah. Y'all used to live there. I used there. to visit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's called The Podcast That Time Forgot. And it's, uh, I've been listening to it and I've quit listening to it because they're talking about movies that I haven't seen yet and I don't want to get it spoiled. <laughs> so if you've seen any of the movies that are, that they've reviewed or, or anything like that, hop on there and check it out. And, um, they got some pretty interesting, uh, perspectives, points of views. Um, maybe in the future we'll do some, uh, crossover action or something. I would actually like to, if this Corey White thing works out, get them to pick a movie for us to watch. Yeah, we'll pick one for them, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pick a naked them. lunch. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, These guys are fucked up, man. <laughs> They're weird. Yeah, right. We're not talking to them anymore. Yeah, this is strange. 
So yeah, check that out if you're interested. It's uh it's pretty good. They've got good chemistry. So Yeah, and if you go to naturebox.com <laughs> forward slash real estate, yeah, get ten percent off your purchase. Shit. The first order's had, free. I wish we had Nature Box. Hit us up, Nature Box. Please. You know what I would just like? Me undies? Like, <laughs> well, Netflix or Amazon, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> I'm trying to get some new- free fucking mixed nuts and underwear. Yeah. Well that new uh That's tip. how you know when you've made it. Yeah. You'll the eventually tip. get tw- you'll eventually get twenty percent off something. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. It'll be something I don't want though. Twenty yeah. percent off of those little wipes that you wipe on your hand to get the gas smell off. <laughs> like how often do you use yeah, that? Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't really fuck with have you, lawnmowers and shit, but okay. Have you ever been to a gas station and somebody's pumping their gas with a rag so they don't <laughs> touch it? That's weird. I've seen that yeah. more than once. Yeah. What's what's weird is I don't uh, think I've me, ever seen that. Oh, I have. Germaphobes, man. Oh, if um, you've if you've <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. If uh, Man, I'd call that logical, out, <laughs> I want to touch you it. Call it out. I want to take home okay. whatever's there. Yeah, you, you, Adam, would you would you call somebody out? Like, would you go, "Man, why are you doing that?" Yeah, what the fuck, man, you pussy! <laughs> I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to get sick. That's how you keep your immune system on its toes, man. Like, yeah, it does. Just I mean, if you never get ready. sick, when you do get sick, you get fucking sick, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little common cold. You're fucking in a wheelchair. <laughs> you can't walk. <laughs> Me and Cody went to, we had to go to Lowe's the other day. Wow. To pick up. Uh, we ran out of backsplash that we were putting up. We had to go get some more. Ah. Yeah. And we were in there. Um, you know, we had a list, of course, you know. And we were in there working, walking around, trying to find everything. And there's a woman in there that was walking around with one of those little uh, SARS masks. Yeah, the Asian airport mask. Yeah. That's what it says when you buy it, Asian airport mask, three to a pack. And Cody looked at me, and he he nodded, and I was like, what? Like told you to look? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and I look back at him, and he's just shrugging his shoulders like, I don't know. What does she know know that we don't? (laughs) (laughs) We promptly checked out. Yeah, act accordingly. Yeah, (laughs) act. So yeah, it follows next week. Check out a podcast that Time Forgot. Um, Nature Box, yeah, Twitter, email us Nature Box if you're interested. Real Estate Podcast at Gmail dot com. Please, for the love of God, I just want to read something. Yes, inbox is empty. We 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 just have emails from SoundCloud. People like I really like your track. Would you check yeah. out my page? Would you send yeah. me, if you'll send me ten dollars, I'll send you a million. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll get right on that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, hit us up. And how are we gonna end it this week? Fucking the checks in the mail. Yeah. Or the fucking the bug fucking powders in the mail. I mean how she was injecting the bug powder into her teeth. How the fuck do you do that? It's powder. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he was, mixed it with water and had a fucking. He had a whole rig. The, the spoon had the bend in it. Yeah. Get a candle. Yeah. 
But why would you inject it into your tit? Nobody can see it. Yeah, those scenes, those scenes where he would do the drug and it would be playing that sax, like crazy sax jazz or whatever. Dude, yeah, I was waiting for someone. I was waiting for someone to scat like at any second. I was waiting for some scat in the movie. Somebody shit on somebody's chest. Did he come? He can't come. He's on the powder. Did you at least come? Yeah. Well, I hoped you came. Yeah, I, I, I would like can. to watch. I would like to watch this movie again where they replace the jazz with the theme to Ren and Stimpy. I mean, dude, hey, I mean, it's there. But I'm gonna go back and recut it. Yes, upload it to their fucking Facebook. I mean, our damn YouTube. Like imagine that. Imagine that guitar solo playing. Imagine that. Imagine that playing over the scene where he's fucking that powder over that asshole. Fucking the best bongo solo ever. Yeah. That's something we should have played live. You know how people were always trying to like, let's play the Power Engine theme. Let's play this. Let's play that. It's like, nah, man. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, yeah. Motherfuckers will shit. Yeah. If they don't know what it's from, then they can just get out. Yeah, they can fuck off. Yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even let them buy the CD. Get out of here. You don't know Ren and Stimpy? Then what are you doing with your Did life? Did you grow up on fucking SpongeBob? Yeah, fuck a sponge. <laughs> and a Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I know why they call you Spongebob. <laughs> All right. No. Checks in the mail.